Radio on RapFestRadio.com. We're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to Jesus Christ. www.rapfestradio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch. Watch. Learn. Learn. Love. Love. Support. Support. Rapfest Radio. RapFestRadio.com Sing a song for you, for all the 
Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. We are here once again on a Monday night, uh, bringing you some live video interviews, music, and more. Uh, thank you for joining us. Tonight, our guest is Mr. Isaiah Tate. What's up, what's up? Zay Doe, <laughs> right? That's how you say it, Zay you gotta say it fast. Oh, Zay-do. you gotta say Zay, like Zoro. Yeah, yeah. Zado, I was like Zado, Plato, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so Zado in the building. Uh, before anything, shout out to our friends and sponsors, of course. Grateful Apparel, gratefulapparel.com. You gotta check them out as much as you can. Yes, sir. Uh, get everything. Like I tell everybody, just click one of each, enter into cart, check out, and bounce. You know, you're good. Uh, it'll be in your house in a few days. Also, holyculture.net, they hold our podcast there. You can check it out on iTunes. You can download from there. PureStream.tv. And you know what? Before we even get into the show, let me just... I'll read it because if I don't read it, I'm going to mess it up. Lightandfaith.com is something new that they're launching. A site dedicated to providing online family-based entertainment for download and streaming. That launches on November 1st. That's Lightandfaith.com. It's going to be like an answer to Netflix, uh, Hulu, and, you know... They're, the way they say it here, I won't read the whole press release because it's a long press release. You don't want to hear all of that. <laughs> but the, the way they say it is, you know, you go to Hulu or Netflix and stuff like that, and you're looking for, like, something safe to watch with your right. family. And by the time you find it, you don't even want to watch it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. This one, they're doing, they're doing all of that for you. They're filtering all that stuff out for you and focusing strictly on Christian content. So that launches this Friday. That's November 1st. Lightandfaith.com. Just make sure you check it out. Tell them you heard it on Rapfest Radio. Also, if you are a movie or content provider of media and stuff, you could always hit them up there as well to see how you could get involved and possibly have your short film production or whatever it is on their network or their channel, their yeah. services, you know, and distribute it to other people. Lightandfaith.com. You heard it here on Rapfest Radio. Rapfestradio.com. No more commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, we're excited. Isaiah Tate. This is the first time I get to meet him. I'm telling you, this, this season, like, we took a break for a while. We came back, and I've been meeting a lot of new artists, uh, having a lot of different things on on the show. You know, we had the photographer photography talk. Yeah. Had, like, all the photographers here, and they're showing off all their cameras and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, no, I'm not. it was cool. <laughs> uh, we had um, Robert Corso, the painter. He came here. He did a painting piece live to some worship song. We also had uh, Breakbeat Lou and Eric Orr, other legendary hip-hop icons, you know, uh, we mentioned but Breakbeat Lou will be DJing at Rap Fest next year and is going to be doing the design work for the Rap Fest flyer. So oh, that's, that's big. Yeah, that's, that's, that's big. We're trying to like merge the two and see how we can continue working going forward and reach the crowd we always say we want to reach, yeah. you know, the, the major industry. So we're excited. So we got like a two-in-one package with right, you here right, today. Right. Uh, <laughs> why don't you, I'll let you introduce yourself and then we'll take it from there. Okay. Well, um, I am... Well, a lot of people call me Zay, but uh, my name is Isaiah Tate. I am from Detroit, Michigan, hence the Red Wings, <laughs> Red Wings cap, you know, um, and the Grand Hills. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I live in New Jersey. Uh, kind of, I think the best thing about New Jersey that is is right next to New York. 
I clown on my New Jersey friends, but uh, but yeah, I am a uh, Christian rap artist and I'm a painter, an actor. I do a number of things, but uh, I'm just glad to be here, man. I'm glad to be on the show. Amen, amen. So we actually got a three in one. I thought it was just two in one. <laughs> so that's good. You know, um, well, take take us through the journey. Take us through. You know, let let's let's start from from the faith part of it. Like, when did you start your relationship with Christ? And then we'll take it into how yeah. you got into everything else. Man, so I grew up in um, Detroit, and my, my grandparents, they were pastors. So I grew up in the church, um, you know, like, well, I used to, I, I was born in Alaska. I moved from Alaska, lived in California for a little bit, because my dad was in the Army. I was going to say, what, kind, what, yeah. what, what branch of military <laughs> was that? Yeah, so he was in the Army, so we moved. We moved around a little bit, but then my mom, she got a job um, opportunity to go back to Michigan. Um, when I was six, we moved back home. And um, so that actually, to my remembrance, was my first time actually going to Detroit. Okay. And um, so I stayed from Detroit um, in the earlier years, man, I was like, I was like the super, super good kid. Like didn't curse I wasn't a kid that cursed I was just very respectful I loved school I would cry if I would get a B on my report card really? I was that kid um, I would cry for a B <laughs> please just give nah, me a B. I would I would cry I wanted to get double promoted like in grade I got one B in the all four marking periods and I cried because I wanted to skip a grade I was just like <laughs> the kid that just loved school and um but that all changed when I got to middle school and I started hanging around different kids. I still was a smart kid, but um, I just started being exposed to a lot more things. Um, and I started my relationship with God early. Um, I got saved when I was 12. Right. And, um, and I be began my relationship then. And um, it was it was during that time it wasn't as difficult because it was like I still was like in youth group and was still very very involved right um in in, in church and stuff. But um, when I eventually went to high school, um, I stopped going to church less. Started going to church less. Um, I ended up just hanging around a, a, the wrong group of people um, to the point where I went to a blue ribbon high school and like one of the best high schools. And like the state of Michigan, okay. And um, you had to keep a 2.5 GPA to stay in. And um, like my 10th grade year, I was doing bad, and um, I ended up uh, almost getting kicked out. But I joined this uh, this performing arts guild, and where we did like skits, like Mad TV and stuff like right, that. Right. And um, because of that, my teacher she vouched on behalf of me and kept me in school. So that's actually how I even end up graduating because I was a part of that. But during my high school years, I just totally was like wilding out, just um, And when I got to college, I wanted to continue that, but God had different plans. So um, how I even got to college, um, I, my teacher, she would take us to Chicago and we would audition for colleges to get in for acting conservatories. Oh, okay. And um, what a conservatory program is, is just basically focused on acting like and that's it that's else. it yeah. that's what you go for you take some university courses but right. it's solely focused on the purpose of acting and um when you're 16 17 you don't think you're a good actor you just right, think right, right. you bug out you just like <laughs> yo that's what i do and um my teacher she had been um teaching at the school 
20 years and um, she was like you guys are gonna do good so she take us to Chicago and no lie the f my first audition um, and it was almost like a practice audition it wasn't like one of the bigger schools um, it was like a, a school in Illinois and she was like oh this is a practice audition so literally after I got done with my audition um, the people they were just looking at me like so where did you get your training from I was like, Cass Technical High School. She was like, <laughs> she was like, we would love for you to come to our school. And they offered me a scholarship on the spot. Oh, wow. And I ended up leaving at the audition, like, kind of feeling weird. Like, that was kind of bizarre. I never, <laughs> I didn't think it was that easy. Make a long story short, I ended up getting into, like, 10, 10 of the best schools for acting, um, which include, like, Rutgers University, which is considered top three conservatory programs in, oh, wow. the, in the country, um, Northern Illinois, uh, University of Minnesota, and um, so that began my journey of just seeing God, like, work in my life. So I ended up picking to go to Rutgers because it was right next to New York, so I moved to New Jersey, and I wanted to continue bugging out. That's the, that's the key factor. It's got to be next to New York. Got to be next to New York. York. Or next to yeah, New York. Yeah, got to be next to New York. So I ended up going to Rutgers, and um, kind of like I was so used to being around, um, you know, African Americans. I was just in a whole new environment. It was like culture shock. And um, so in the conservatory, what they did, they they auditioned like a thousand people, and they only take like fifteen. Wow. So I was in a class of like 15 people from like Texas, California, and I was just an urban guy, urban kid. So it was like my language and my regionalism was just so different. And um, so I would go out to party with them and they were just so different and how they partied. Um, eventually, I just stopped going out and I was like, I don't I don't like. <laughs> and um, I just really didn't know the structure of the school. Um, Livingston campus campus happens to have all the African Americans and like the minorities and I stayed on Cook campus which were all like the smart kids and the artsy people made you feel weird so it made me feel <laughs> weird but I didn't know about Livingston so I didn't know they had all these fraternity parties so I would go out with my white friends and we couldn't I could never get into parties because you had to have four girls with you just to get into a party and I didn't know that many girls so I just stopped <laughs> going out and literally man I think that's what really God really started to work on my heart because I stopped going out, I stopped, you know, partying and smoking and stuff and um I just would be in my house reading the Bible. Like I'm like I don't have nothing else to do. So I would stay home on Saturdays and um really week to week, man, I just started digging more in the word and I really believe that's when God really, really um um showed himself to me, you know, in a way that when I was younger, I, I understood, but when this started to happen, it was just so different. And um, like I literally did like a like a 180. Like I went from like straight darkness to light. Like, so how are you able to maintain your faith and your your strong foundation in that environment? Because you're still in that environment. Yeah, man. I and it's crazy, man. Like I I was a super senior. I did five years, and honestly, man, I went to. Like before, like um, when I would try to go to parties, I actually could never get in 
But in my five years in being in college, I went to one party in five years. And when I tell people that, they like, you lying. You I'm like, honest to God, like God yeah, took I, I actually don't believe you either. Yo, like. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo, like literally like the whole desire. Like, I mean, I would want to go out sometimes, but right. I just knew just my past life was just so crazy. I was like, why would I, I, I would be stupid even go out in that environment thinking that I'm strong enough to, to maintain, you know, my sanity, you know, yeah, let absolutely. alone my absolutely. Christianity. So, um, really I started going to, like, I was like, I was, I, I was kind of OD when I first, I would go to like Bible study like three times a week. Like I was just church, 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 church. Eventually, you know, I start to mature and just like, uh, you know, it's not about works and not about trying to prove myself to God. Right. But um, really, man, I really, from from those moments, I really got around people um, who, from in the past, I didn't see young Christians who who dressed with swag and talked with certain lingo um, back at home. But when I came to New Jersey, this church called Abundant Life. Like, the people were just so different, you know? They were like me and um, very inviting and stuff. And um, that really just began my path, man. And and um, if it wasn't, if I didn't connect to that church, I, I have no idea, like, where I would be, you know? Hey, man, and, you know, I mean, we could end the interview now because you said everything that I always want to hear from somebody, which is... You need to seek God for yourself, mm -hmm. not because somebody else is doing it. You need to read your scripture and you need to connect to a solid church. Yeah. You know, that's the key. A lot of people, you know, we've interviewed people and we talk and they explain their issues and they realize nowhere in there did they mention where they go to scripture or do they go even go to church or yeah. fellowship. And of course, you're going to just stay in that cycle of yeah. failure and, and always feeling like, oh, I, can't, I just can't get yeah. out of this. But that's cool. So at Abundant Life, what is, what is your role? Well, man, I... I Particularly, I um, kind of like I, this season right now, I kind of like step back a little bit, but uh, we have a campus ministry called A-Life, and um, I, I've been serving with the campus ministry, man, since I was at Rutgers, but then I transitioned to being a part of the executive board, and um, well, last, well, like the last couple years, um, I worked, I was like a small group leader last year. Um, and I always constantly work with like the media, um, um, anything creative, creative concepts of uh, if we're doing an event or um, even themes for the year. And then I served on the teacher team as well. Um, right. But kind of this year, I kind of stepped back a little bit um, just because so many things are going on um, just in just in my personal life. It's like I couldn't be as committed, you know, um, sure. on a weekly basis. And um, so, yeah, even serving in that capacity has allowed me to grow so much, you know. And um, I also, I used to do this ministry. Have you heard of Young Life? Young Life, yep. Yeah, I served as a uh, volunteer leader for four years. And I would tell you, if it was not for Young Life, man, just those four years of serving in that capacity, allowed me to grow so immensely just in my right. faith just being in a position where you're serving these kids and you it's it's almost like you're helping them but they're helping you so much hmm. you know grow and just mature and um and for me just as a believer man i think if any christian wants to really grow in their faith 
you have to not only connect, not only serve in your church, but serve with a parachurch ministry mm -hmm. um, that, that really has a connection to people that are unchurched. Right. You know, because I think it's easier to serve amongst believers because everybody mm -hmm. speaks that language and everybody is so wrapped up into that world. But then to live your faith out in a world where these kids don't care nothing about God. Right. They don't care how much you go to church, how much scripture you know. Um, it really it really takes a different, um, your perspective on faith ha has to change in order to adapt to that world and to bring them you know, into the church world without um, really, man, just like beating them head in the head with stuff, but loving on them so much where right. it's just like they have no choice but to surrender because the experience is just God's and I mean and that's what we rap fest the street event you know we want to go out we, we were able we took our young adults out to the park by the church rap fest for the first time with our church group that we did it and they started to develop this love for going out there like yo we want to come out next Friday and we're yeah. doing simple things we're giving out notebooks to kids water soda pizza whatever yeah. you know to the people in the neighborhood and just start to witness to them because like you said in the church it's easy because yeah. everybody they walked in they already know what's here right so it's exactly. easy you can just blend in you don't even have to talk to people right exactly <laughs> go yeah. there and bounce but when you're outside and you start to minister to people it just it just takes it to another level yeah. which is important uh, what I want to do is I want to get into one of the songs that you sent me uh, called Like Mike. Yeah. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this track before we play it? All right. So this song, Like Mike, um, it kind of like uh, um, came from just. I mean, I just it's transparent. Just like I mean, I have a, a, a obsession with Jordans, <laughs> and uh, and I think it's just it's it's one of those things that you know it's a thing that plagues our, especially you know minorities. You know. Um, Something that, you know, before we go pay our bill, buy a pair of Jordans. Or just materialism. Shoes. For some right. people, for adults, it could be having the newest car. It could be having the newest iPhone or mm -hmm. iPad. You know, but also constantly, you know, having the desire to um, buy things to make us feel good. Or to fill a void of acceptance. Or fill a void. You know, um, just being liked, and um, and I think growing up, you know, for me, uh, of course, I had the hoop dream, just like all the kids in my neighborhood. And um, you know, typically when you're a kid, you feel like you see Michael Jordan, he makes it look so easy. So you feel like, yo, if I just buy a pair of Jordans, I can do that. I can do that. So you put them on, it's not working. It's not working, you know. And then it's kind of like now you bought into this this whole ideology that you know. I'm you're not seeing that he took all he he worked to get to where he was at but then it turns from you having a hoop dream to like yo i feel good when i wear these shoes i get a lot more attention from girls when i wear these shoes and so now you're buying into his whole identity where you're 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 desiring to be him like mm. you know to be like mike and it's like it's contrary to what we believe as believe Christians, like we our desire should be to be like Jesus, you know? Right. And um and and I think it's just a song that anybody can relate to, whether you're black, white, you Muslim, atheist, it's just a, a song that really could really um just grabs the heart of anybody who struggled with identity, struggled with finding who they are. 
and um and, and that's why I made this song just really just being transparent on just my struggles with it but really using it as just a cry like yo you guys could be free from from you know all this stuff so Amen. So we're going to go into this song. It's called Like Mike here on RapFest Radio, RapFestRadio.com. It's Isaiah Tate, and we're going to come back with more. Check it out. You're about to meet somebody every kid on every playground in America is talking about. That he is one of the greatest players ever is. In the morning, lacing up a new pair Spending all of my money, but really who cares? Cause I'ma be the man when I walk up in the school But they ain't have a clue that the man made the shoes Watching the Bulls game, but hating to see you play But as you dribble the ball, I'm praying I take his place But the push off, then the fade away See my blue skies, I love a sudden turn Great idolizing to be the one on the TV catching the dunk Chain ball at the buzzer, who that boy clutch? Go an inch to summer 01 Playing the summer league, but that really wasn't enough Yeah, and I know I'ma make the team But everybody in the gym got a hope drink But we ain't asked for it, nah I said we ain't asked for it, nah I know you don't believe it's trying to make it look easy So if I cop a pair, the practice ain't even needed Feeling so confused, why my name ain't on the list? Ignorance is blessed, and she seals it with a kiss Then it started to drift, thinking I wasn't gifted Buying more shoes to get licked in my addiction The drug and validation, acceptance and approval Then it hit me like Pacquiao, that my problem is you Gotta be I show. wish I was a little rock taller I wish I was baller She had a spawn, looking like Michael Jordan And a fresh pair, I'm sporting them for the shortest Cause I don't wanna be myself, I wanna be like my In the mirror, I don't see myself. I wanna be like my Ring the alarm, 5 a.m. I'm at that foot locker. I don't care if it's cold, I got heat warmers. Like elementary kids, them lines be forming. But I don't really like the color, man, to be honest. It's cool, I'ma still get up. The pro that I'm cool in the school y'all building. Cause if I got them on, I'ma tell it all the women. Who thinking if I got them, then I'm probably drug dealing. I really can't afford them, but it's hard to fight the feeling. Being this significant on Monday mornings Cause all my homies got a pair and disappearing If I ain't got them then I'm just boring Now I adore them Hiding behind the image of Michael Jordan Cause he's important But it's 150 for a perk And he chilling in the heavens homie He don't even care Now my mind works two jobs to get him on my feet But I can't blame him I just gotta change me Stop buying things that don't need 
for the trees where it's hard to be me So I blame it on the J's The reason I'm a slave and slave to the shoe game I wish I was a little This one time I walked into my cousin's first home and I was young. The feeling I had was like I could never ever achieve buying a house. Looking back, it's crazy because I didn't know anything about whether or I couldn't buy a home back then. It was just something that was instilled in me that made me feel like I wasn't worthy to buy a home or buy anything. I thought I wasn't worthy of achieving anything. I thought my life would be a struggle. I didn't think I could ever achieve anything but what I had. You know, the street, you know, my friends across the street and 93rd Street and Northern Boulevard was my life. I'm grateful for my experiences because now I see things differently and I want to reach out to those guys who might feel like that today. There's grown men who might feel they're not worthy still. My name's Raymond and I am grateful. Grateful Apparel is geared toward helping those in need. We want to thank you for partnering with us and keeping the 360 house doors open. Your purchase goes a long way, and we are grateful. Trust God, clean house, help others. Grateful. Yep, that was Like Mike by Isaiah Tate. And of course, you just saw a Grateful Apparel promo. It's gratefulapparel.com. Make sure you go there yes, and purchase your gear. And I see you. Why don't you tell right. us a little bit about your involvement right, with right. Grateful Apparel? 
Yeah, so I, I work with, I've been working uh, with Grateful Apparel for about uh, maybe like four or five months now. It just seems like I've been a part of the team forever. Like, <laughs> That's how Ray is. Yeah, it? yeah. So I think the other day I told somebody, y'all know Ray for like eight years. I, I, I only know him for like two years. Right. <laughs> but it, it, it seems it like forever. It seems like, like forever. yeah, man. It's funny, I met Ray at an event and it was like, uh, I just had met somebody that day at like, doing an interview somewhere and he was like yeah we got this event going on at my church you should come through and i was like i ain't doing nothing so i go and um he was like yeah ray from grateful is gonna be there i was like cool so um i'm the t i'm like never starstruck by anybody but Good. um ray was like i would see ray all the time i was like i really wanted to meet him <laughs> and um so he, he pulled up to the spot and he came outside and um and we just started talking for a little bit. And um, I'm like, I hate taking pictures, but I was like, it just, it was like the weirdest thing. Like, this is like the first <laughs> person I ever asked in my life to take a picture. Like, and I've seen stars before and I'd be like, out of all people, uh, the most shy person you could ever meet. Right. <laughs> so I was like, yo, let's, can we take a picture? He's like, yeah, yeah. So we ended up, I end up actually, we ended up not even going inside of the event. We missed the whole event. We talked outside. And we won't say what event it is. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up, we ended up talking in the Grateful Bus for like three hours, man. His story, my story, and uh, we just hit it off. And he was like, um, he was like, yo, let's link up since you like close to the city and stuff. And um. I was like, cool. Especially you meet people all the time. They're like, everybody says that. Let's link up, man. You know, and really, he reached out like three days later. We talked on the phone for a little bit, and then I talked to him about printing some shirts for me, and um, conversation. And then I didn't talk to him for like a week or so, and um, he hit me back. He's like, yeah, we print your shirts now. They're almost done. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know. So then we just started like, you know, talking more, and then uh. Um, yeah, it just like we it it was just like a common like bond, you know, and he was just like, Man, like, um I think I think you'll be an asset to like what we do. Um, just come rock with us and I mean the rest is history, man. I've been blessed to, to, to travel to a, a couple states with him, um, you know, do some concept development and I mean just anything the the team needs right now is just like you know, we fill in and play that role, and right. so it's just it's growing me so much. Just as a as a um, a businessman, just seeing him operate the business in the way that he does, as far as just like his work ethic is crazy. Mm -hmm. You yeah, know, like know. he's always working and he's always making connections, and it's it's just like it's man. It's just his heart, man. Just like how he's so involved in like the 360 house and he's just always looking for opportunities to help people man and for me it's just like if anything that i can emulate from him or learn is that you know and um that's that's what i, I respect about him the, the most you know is that like he's he's about his business when it comes to grateful but he's like man like i feel like you know to do so many other things man right. so just to see just to his success with that but how he doesn't hold it so tight you know where he's just like yo if the lord wants to take it you know and take me somewhere else it's just like just to have a mind like that just like lord whatever you want me to do is just crazy man. yeah that, that's right for you by the way yes ray sponsors rap fest radio as well but this was not a setup yeah he didn't even know <laughs> i didn't even
people. He came in with the jacket and stuff. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. Why don't I have one of those? And then he started telling me he's working with them. So it just so happens that we have good friends. Yeah, man. We end up in the same spot. And right. Ray, Ray is Ray. Yeah. You know, he's like that. He's across the board. I think the last couple of people we had here somehow are tied into Ray. Uh, Corso and some and other people. You know, Ray's all over the place, but he's, you know, very focused in ministry, which is good. So we went through the artist part. We heard the song Like Mike and Zato. Yeah. The artist. You brought a piece of work here, uh, which I'm showing up on the screen there. I'm trying not to get a glare on it. So I think that's pretty good right there. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about this. Um, so, yeah, so I I've, I've, I have an artist name. Well, I do art. I paint. Um, and so my artist name is Zato. A friend of mine, he was like, he was like, man, you can't just paint under Isaiah. That's not that cool. <laughs> so he actually, uh, he, he, uh, we were planning to do an event with each other, and he like texted me when I got in the car, and he was like, you should call yourself Zato. <laughs> so, just like that, random? Yeah. Man, random. I was like, Zato? I was like, and so I kept saying it, and most of the time, you got to see something. Yeah, and so see if it looks good. You know, like let me write it down. Even, like it's signed. Even sign the Z. Properly. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote it down. I was like, ah, it kind of got like a little twang to it. So, um, so I, after that day, I just been rocking with Zato. Um, and um, kind of like uh, what I do, like I do my art under a character, which is like a Minecraft head, and he wears like right. That's what we use on the promo. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so kind of to. So I can separate it from the music a little bit. Do you put on like a mask before you start? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it'll just change completely. Not, yeah, not before I paint. But, um, it's, it's more so I want to turn it into like a whole brand, like Hello Kitty, you know, like. Well, it's so, like um, uh, Eric Orr has the robot head. That's yeah. his, that's his, his, like you show that robot head, everybody, that, that's Eric yeah, Orr. Yeah, yeah, so, so it's, great. it's kind of like, it's, it's pretty cool because now people are like, starting to associate that whole thing with me you know which is cool i only been painting since november so so it hasn't even be a whole, been a whole year yet um i brought this piece because it's like it's been the most recognizable piece it's like it's getting to the point where like people is putting up putting it up as their avatars and stuff on like oh, face, you know which is <laughs> Right. So, so it's been it's been pretty cool, and it's like um. So this is a print. And I actually bought this for you to keep. Oh, nice. You know, I, I bring. It'll, I, it'll I, be I'm on, like it'll be on eBay tonight. Guys. Right. I'm like I'm like Oprah, man. You, you I, can, I bring gifts to everybody. To show. Look <laughs> under your chairs. You all have right, one. You all have one. <laughs> all four of you. <laughs> oh, this is dope. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I brought that for you, man. Oh, so it's a print. So it's not an original. Actually, the original. I, I didn't even think this piece, when you do stuff, you don't intend like, oh, this is going to be a big piece. So I actually right, right, right. did this in like February and one of my friends, she she does a magazine called Edge Magazine um, out in LA and it's a pretty cool magazine um, and she was like, I like that piece and I was like, oh, you can have it, the original. Oh, like, wow. You can have the original. Not knowing that that original piece would be like so many people like... Like I did uh, my first art show a couple like in September, and um, I sold out all of my prints and my cabin's prints of, and I was like, "What the heck? I never thought like it's just a face." Yeah, and so many, <laughs> and so many people hit me up about that. Um, what, okay, let me let me just cut you off a second here. What does this mean to you? What is this? Okay, so I mean, 
it's Mars. It's actually Mars Blackman. It was just Spike Lee, Spike Lee's character. Um, and I just wanted to do like a little cartoon twist on. Him. And um, and I do I, I do like a lot of stuff with like flowers, roses, and funky. I put that on stuff all the time. So I just did it not knowing like oh I'm just like it's a piece. So I actually still I was supposed to send her the original piece in February, but because it's been getting such of a crazy buzz, I actually did an interview with MySpace hmm. with the piece talking about the piece and stuff. Right. And um, I still haven't sent it to her. <laughs> all the time like if she watches she probably gonna text me after this like you can, can you send you my send piece case so i still have the original it's hers I, I i definitely won't keep it it's far on it but so I so that's good so you you rap you do paintings yeah uh and you also act do you have yeah. anything in the works now where you're acting yeah, yeah, I'm actually, um, I've been been blessed to, to uh, be a part of a play that's coming up um, called Innocent Rage with uh, uh, David Ham. He, uh, he's one of the pastors at uh, Times Square Church. Um, he wrote the play, and um, we linked up. And, uh, I, we linked up through Ray, and, um, and uh, <laughs> he found out that I did acting, and he was like, oh, I have this. We'll play going on is like it's not big, you know, but um, I think it'd be something cool, you know, for you to be a part of. He sent me the script, and I was like, yeah, I definitely want to be a part of it. So he was like, you can come read. And I, I read for it, and he was like, oh, he was like, when I do it, it was exactly like when I was writing it. That's what I pictured, you know. Hmm. So for me, I was like, wow, I'm honored, you know. So I've been working on that with um, with him. And um, we're doing it at, uh, at Park Slope Christian um, Church in uh, Park Slope, Brooklyn. And nice. um, and I think that's November 22nd. Yeah, November 22nd. And um, just, yeah, so that's kind of like what I'm working on now. I haven't been doing acting as much recently because I've been focusing on music. And it's definitely something that um, in the near future I'll be doing a lot more often, creating um, shows as well. And um, yeah, some maybe some commercial stuff and that's good stuff. Uh, I have a question. Go ahead. In the amount of time that we've been interviewing you, you've mentioned rap ministry. You have the, your art. Yeah. The acting. You're working with Grateful. Um, that's a lot to juggle. Sometimes just having one one thing to concentrate on, whether it be rap or whatever. Yeah can kind of swallow a person up. Yeah. So having four things, and that's not counting whatever other personal yeah. things you're involved in, how do you juggle all of that and find time for your personal spiritual growth yeah. in mm -hmm. all of that? Yeah, it sounds like a lot, but it's like when you have systems, and it's like, see, the thing is I read a whole lot. And I learn, I learn, from, I learn from the how Apple builds their model, you know, how um, those Fortune 500 companies build their models for how they're able to do so many things, you know, at the same time. You're like, how oh, they're doing all this stuff. And I think it's the, the, the more that you have people surrounded around you to help in those areas that you can't, I mean, with rap. I can't, I, I, all I do is rap. I can't engineer, I can't shoot video. Right. So when you have a support system of people who are around you that 
lift you up in those areas then you're able to operate with more of a sense of nice. ease and not worry you know so i think for me it's just how i'm able to do it is uh is to really create those systems and have people involved in what i'm doing um that's so that's so important I, and mm -hmm. because we've interviewed other people that are just as busy maybe busier but they're literally holding a mic a camera, a paintbrush. Yeah. They're doing everything by themselves and people try to reach out to help them, but they have their mindset, I gotta do it this way, I gotta do it by myself, yeah. you won't understand it. And they're so consumed and, and they wouldn't be able to answer that question. They're not gonna be able to, to understand exactly what it is that's going on. Let me just uh, cut something off over here. Yeah, and I think another thing is just like, man, jumping everything is just in the, in the season. You know, like for me, it's just like, I didn't intend or plan on like, y'all gonna do everything at one time, you know? Right. It was more so like, yo, God brought this into play, you know, he brought that into play, and it's obviously he's working in this area. And then like, kind of like even right now, um, with the painting, it's kind of like built such a good momentum that now I'm just like, okay, now let me put that, let me finish the project, let me finish the album. So that's occupying you know, the greatest factor of my time, you know, um, and so I'm able to like, you know, um, put that to the side and now I have people who are involved in that process as well. Right. You know, and, and um, you know what I really like about what you're doing is you're surrounding yourself with people, but you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. You know, it's like, like I always said, we do the prayer walk for Rap Fest and the first year, I think first, maybe two years.
talk to me, you know? And it's like... I think we just missed some of that stuff on there. Yeah. So for me... talking about? Yeah, so for me, it's just like... God has just given me so much favor because of music, you know, to... I really believe, like, you know, his, his hand has been on everything, you know, but music, man, has really been one of those things that allowed me to meet so many different people, to travel, and... Uh, and I think I only been scratching the surface. I haven't even came out with a project yet. You right, know? that's awesome. I'm just sorry. I'm just gonna go back because I think I missed something here. Uh, the stream went down a bit on this side here, and the question was if we only had to pick one of the, all the different things you do, which one would you pick? And you said music. Yeah. Which is because it opens a door to so many different opportunities yeah. and relationships. Like you even mentioned, you know, you have some relationships here that other people have probably been trying to build for years, yeah. but God has just opened doors and placed you in the right place because of that. And. And the people that you mentioned, I'm excited because I know them personally and I've worked with them in different aspects as well. And I could vouch for, yeah, they're genuinely yeah. like people, people, you yeah. know, like they're not just using you for your talent. Yeah, like yeah. these dudes, they're official. They really want to get things done. Man, and I, I think it's all this stuff, man. It's just like, yo, God ordained all this stuff, you know, like, like he put things together, like answer prayers, you know. So for me, it's just like. Even the top of the year, man, I was praying like this year I want to, this is something I want to have. I want to have somebody to do my booking in faith, not even with a project out, you know. And for her and her husband to be watching YouTube and to reach out to me, hit me up on Twitter, you know, which I barely tweet, to see the message, <laughs> to look her up, to hit her, respond back to her, and then a few weeks later, a month, two later, you know, I'm... On her roster, you know, and it's like so many things like that has happened where it's just like for so many people, their grind has been crazy, you know, and they don't even have these things, you know. So it's like I'm just in awe of what God does, you know, in spite of me putting that the, the biggest effort to come out with a project. So now it's just like, man, he's shown so much favor. It's like I have to steward it properly, Amen. you know, Amen. and um, so I think this is the season where. Every he's aligned everything in such a way where it's like, uh, uh, now I see you wanting me to move in this, you know, with with everything, you know. Hmm. That's awesome, man. Uh, again, I appreciate you even coming out here and sharing with us. Like I said, for me, it's the first time I get to meet you. I'm excited. I, I just pray that God will continue opening doors and providing yeah. whatever you need to accomplish His will in your life. I mean, it's gonna happen regardless. It's yeah, the way we go about it, yeah. right? And that you keep getting surrounded by the right people yeah. to help push you through these dreams, aspirations, desires, callings. You know, everything will fall into place. Like yeah. you said, you surround yourself with the right people, it's going to happen. So we're excited about that. We only have a few minutes left, so I don't know if you have a little acapella or something you want to drop on us. <laughs> or he's laughing. No, it's funny because when I was in the car, I'm like, man, I'm going to have to rap. You, know? you don't have to. No, I, I, I want to. You know? um, I ain't come out here just to talk. You know? <laughs> I know. Um, let me see. I was thinking of something in the car. But, uh, all right, so this is a acapella. Like, my acapellas are the best. I'm not. No. <laughs> I like, I like okay. doing acapellas we, we better have, than me. We have a few more minutes. Explain that. Right. Me. No, I, I, think, I, think, I think, man, when you're able to rap without a beat, man, and people get to hear the clarity and, mm. you know, because it's like, Sometimes when you're at a show and people, they get lost in the music or 
depending on the setup, they may not hear you. And they're right. like, oh, you was rocking, but I couldn't hear nothing you said, you know? Or the mic was bad, or, you know? So when I'm able, because I'm an actor, man, it's like naturally my voice without right. using a microphone, so. Um, this is an acapella I did to a beat, and it says, uh, where did time go? I remember them days at 15, I was dreaming of a Tahoe. Now I'm 25, fast forward, skipping time zones. On my way to heaven, God waits my arrival. No lying, I put my hand on the Bible. Last five years, I was dreaming with my eyes closed. Looking for a blessing, but it seems I couldn't find those. Till I opened my eyes and see my five toes. My two feet and my two legs. So, my, so many times I overlooked what he already did. Yeah, cause he saved me from the head. When the payment for my sin, he put up the dividend. Then when I was acting wild in the world, crushing every chick, he never gave up on me now, I order every step, yeah, here's a toast cause the Lord grace heavy set, he been there since your boy was in the bassinet, he say something then you bet that he gon' cast a check, in the hood with a gangsta boys blasting text, and the strippers on the poles who be flashing chests, it's time to start planting seeds, there's so many mouths to feed, I wouldn't lie, I was taught to go after greed, no steak at the table, we was passing peas, at 17 tell my homeboy passed the weed, no time and all we would get high to relieve all the pain and the pressure from chasing the dream cause the fear falling down to make you believe that you ain't even had half what it takes to see so you don't even try and you wonder why you never touch the sky never on the airline turn on the radio all I hear is their lies trying to close the out cause there's a thin line between love and hate but we hate the love especially in the church where I get in the college wall, I always see the fake thugs. <laughs> but I gotta pray more, but salvation is free. Why you choose to pay more for your life? Cause all the gold chains don't amount to ish males. And I told you that I ain't out to get sales. But fame comes with diligence. That's why I crucify my flesh, call me Gilligan. Island, I am so super duper. Not of this world, I'm a starship trooper. He ain't coming back, my blad, that was a booper. Sad to see you lose, and tell me why you ain't rooting for the team. I guess your car ain't come quick enough. It's started to dream but now you don't sleep enough what that really mean is work while the ants out grinding you won't put on a shirt it's so much to offer get yourself up and place your gifts at the altar this is not an auction caught up in his grace yeah i be renting mousing cause often we be screwed up like austin dallas texas my mind so reckless now my light shine without the diamonds in my necklace no moment with the king of the jews will leave you breathless so if you live in the hell and you looking for an exit Choose Christ, that's the way to go. Real life, he'll make you whole. Forget about cooking with that bacon soda or that ass that flow where they chasing dough. New life, so I'm changing clothes. So at the end of the day, I hope that he make me over. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, man. Uh, again, thanks for coming out. Isaiah Tate, make sure you check him out. Follow him on Twitter. He actually does fun. Read his tweets right. once in a while. <laughs> uh, in at a while. Isaiah J. Tate. Uh, Zato, the artist name. Yeah, Make man. sure you check it out. Um, Melissa Folt Agency has his information for bookings for your next event that's coming up. Make sure you check that out Real as well. Uh, and go buy some grateful. Yeah, gratefulapparel.com <laughs> for sure, man. But, you know, one thing I like, I think out of every two or three shows, I get at least two or three emails or texts like, yo, when you get so that's good and I like when people show up wearing Grateful Apparel it makes it easier for me yeah. so yeah gratefulapparel.com <laughs> yeah man so uh, we're gonna leave you guys with this video by Lady JTO from Takeover Records new video that just came out thank you guys next week we have 
uh, Runaway. Nelson Diaz will be here in the building. He's doing a big uh, fundraiser event that's coming up, so you're going to hear a lot. Make sure you tune in or just go to Ratfest Radio on Facebook. We have a every person that's going to be here all the way until I think November 26th is listed on the site. You can check it out. Monday night here at Ratfest Radio, ratfestradio.com. You will learn this because we are out of control. Peace. We out. This is Lady JTO on Ratfest Radio. Everything is so beautiful now.